Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy and your grace upon this house. We thank you for your love that you have towards us. That yet, while we were still sinners, you sent your son to die on the cross. He rose on the third day. And today, sitting at the right hand of the Father, gave us authority to execute according to your word and to speak life. And so, Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that's in our midst today. We acknowledge you. We love you. We appreciate you. We pray, Lord God, heal every wound this morning. Touch every heart. Restore and make whole. In the mighty name of Jesus, we honor you. We love you. You've been gracious to us. We appreciate you. For, forgive us for not always listening and obeying. Help us, Lord. Help us today. Help us. Strengthen us to do your will. We give you praise, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. And the church say, Amen. 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 You may be seated this morning. Thank you so much for coming. The team, the team, please do this this afternoon. This is so powerful. The youngsters, they are our future. They are our future. And so if you can do this this afternoon, that would be amazing. Noreen and your team, that was powerful. I know you're going to do some funky stuff also. But if we can do this one as well, it would be powerful. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I, I, I have one of my, my, one of the colleagues that I have, golf buddies, and um, I showed him a clip of what the youngsters do. And his daughter, his daughter, um, uh, she's about, I think she's about 13 or 14, 13 or 14. And uh, she, they, she basically, they, she lost her mother um, last year. And, uh, and, and God has restored them beautifully. And she said, she said to her daddy, can I, can I please, can I please meet up with Uncle Daryl's daughter? because I can see how God is using them. And can I please, please. Now, if Don's can do that of a video, Im imagine what we can do for other families going out where people can see the love of God, the love of God, the love of God. What people want to see is the love, the love, the love. Many people are struggling, going through a lot of things, um, especially starting last year and then also during the course of this year. People are struggling outside. It's not easy, even in the church, people are, are, and those who are by means must reach out and help. And it doesn't have to be big. If all of us can put a drop in the bucket, it will fill up that bucket. And it's not so much the amount, and, and some people say sometimes, yeah, but I don't have, I'm also struggling. The best time to sow, the best time to give is when you, be, because you see, there, then it comes out of sacrifice. Then it comes out of a place of nothingness and making a difference in somebody's life and what you make happen for other people, God will make happen for you. What you make happen for other people, God will make happen for you. You see, God brings an Isaac on the scene in the territory of the Philistines. 
and it was, it, there, was, there was dryness in the land. God says, I'm not moved by climate. I made the climate. Uh, I, I'm not moved by circumstances. He says, Isaac asked him, should I go in another area or should I stay? God says to him, stay. And, and then God gives him an instruction. God says, sow in famine. Sow in a dry place. Common sense tells you, you cannot put seed in hard ground. God is so amazing. He says, I want you to do, because in that place, I've made wells. You might not see the provision when you just look at the surface, but God wants you to dig deeper. God wants you to go deeper. Maybe you're going through some pain. On the surface, you don't see any way that you can make it through this thing. God says, well, there's some water. You might not see it right now, but I want, and the best part is it's your father's well. Uh, you're not listening to me. What, what others have done before us, God says, all that you need to do is just, I'm going to show you where the place is, and I want you to open up. The enemy and circumstances have closed up some things in your life. But I prophesy over your life today. We together, we're going to help you dig up some great stuff that God has in store. This message is not for everyone. Look past your pain. Look past your circumstances. God has got a well for you. Hallelujah. God has got breakthrough for you. Don't let the devil, don't let the devil, don't let the devil convince you that there's no wells in the land. There are wells in the land. There's blessings in the land. There's breakthroughs in the land. There's healing in the land. There's provision in the land. I just need two people that will agree with me that there's a well in the land. And God, and God says, God says, I'm just looking for people. Because some faith doesn't make sense. Faith doesn't make sense. Faith is the currencies, currency in the kingdom of God of exchange between man and God. Oh, you're not with me. Faith is the currency of exchange between man and God. Let me explain it like this. We have nothing in ourselves. God says, I'm going to give you something that looks like nothing, but has intrinsic value if you understand how it works. So he says, I'm going to give you my word, the logos. At the moment, it is just logos to you, but this is a way that I will bring it to you. But what's going to happen? The word will be transferred from logos into rhema. It is faith believing in the impossible. The more you speak it, the more it, it transforms from a caterpillar into a butterfly. <laughs> and so your life might look like a, like a like a caterpillar. But through the process of transformation, God works within the cocoon to bring forth something beautiful out of something ugly. And so when God takes us through a couple of things, I'm pressed for time, I'm pressed for time. When, when God takes us through some things, He puts different coats on us. 
He puts different, the, Bi- the, Bible, the Bible says, put on the garment of praise. It's a coat. Which means there's a coat for everyone. Put on the, the coat of praise. Put on the coat. But there's also a coat of suffering. There's also a coat of misunderstandings. There's also a coat of pain. And so in different seasons of our lives, you must understand that God puts, there are different coats that life puts on us. And so I'm going to speak to you about four quickly, four types of coats. Are you with me? Are you with me? And, and, and when we look at the life of Joseph, Joseph coats represents the position at a specific time that he held. Where you are right now, you're not going to stay. Look to somebody where you are, you're not going to stay. It's only transition. Oh, but you have to say it with some attitude, amen? Where you are right now is not where you're going to stay. I need two people that just, don't you worry about understanding, man. Where, where you gonna, where you are right now, don't, don't worry, man, no, no, don't worry. You're not gonna stay, you're only passing through. Some people, some people make provision to stay in a dry place. But that's, that's not, the, you've got a choice to stay there, but I'm not gonna stay there. Uh, it is just a, a part of life, it's a part of my season. Death is not a place you should stay at. It is painful, it is a place, but we have to go through it sometimes. We lose loved ones. It is, a, it is a coat that we have on, a coat of suffering, a coat of pain. Sometimes you don't have money. It is, some of us have parked there. They did tent up You even went further, you start, started to dug out the foundation. It means you're going to be there permanently. God says, no, 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 no. You're only passing through. I want to speak quickly about four coats. That, are you with me? Hallelujah. The coats. The first coat that he has, we find in Genesis chapter 37, verse 2 to 4, and then verse 23. Genesis 37, verse 2. Uh, says this, um, these are the generations of Jacob Joseph being 17 years old was feeding the flock with his brethren and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpha, his father's wives and Joseph brought unto his father the evil report. Continue. Are you with me? Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age. Uh, and he made him a coat. Can somebody shout coat? He made him, he made him, he made Joseph a coat. Can somebody shout, I've got a coat that my father made. We've been clothed with righteousness. The coat of righteousness. Because I can say favorite. Can somebody shout, I'm his favorite. I'm his favorite, I'm his favorite. I'm his favorite. Favorite, I'm his favorite, I'm his favorite. I'm his favorite, I'm his favorite. Every morning when you stand up, I've been clothed with righteousness. I'm his favorite, I'm, his, I'm your favorite, I'm your favorite, Lord. I'm your favorite, I'm your favorite. I'm your favorite, Lord. I'm your favorite. Somebody else comes and says, but I'm his favorite. Yeah, yeah, but I'm his favorite. Yes, but, yes, but, yes, but, yes. Verse 4. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more, more than all his brethren, they hated him. People look at you 
and they see how much God loves you and they hate you for it. The world looks at you and see how much God loves you and they hate you for it. I look at your name, but they hate you for it. They hate you, but they hate you. You ask, why do you hate me? We just hate you. It's because you've got, you, there's a pass of favorite. Look at somebody and say, I'm my daddy's favorite. And it's okay if you hate me. Say it really means it's okay if you hate me. The, the, Bible, the, Bible, the Bible speaks a spiritual truth. He says, and his father loved him more. And, and because he loved him, he proved it. He made him a coat. You have to understand the context of this. The eldest brother usually got coat, a coat. Joseph, the youngster, that makes it doesn't matter if you just started a new job. It, it doesn't matter where you are. You just last any lane, but because God loves you more. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's about to take you from where you are and he's going to place you right in front of the lion. Is it like as you come with a bank and they can't even see? Is it like as you before a homophobe is coming and they can't even see? Is it like as you should have waited? But because of who you know, can somebody shout, can somebody shout, I'm the beloved of God. Favor isn't fair. Isn't it amazing when somebody, you, don't, you didn't even pray for it, but somebody's thinking about what you need. Somebody came to you and said, we just want to do this for you. You don't even, you didn't even pray for it. You didn't even, it just, it just, it just, bah. Yeah, I'm pressed for time. Right? Let, let's, uh, and, 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 and could not speak peaceably on him. People that hate you, even if you do good, they can't, they can't speak good. <laughs> they know you did good, but is he in the nature om iets goed te praat van jou nie? And you're still wondering why they don't, why don't they speak? Get wise. Wise up. They hate you because of what you wear. And it's not in their nature to recognize goodness when they see it. Amen. So from now onwards, look to somebody and say, I'm not going to get upset. If they hate me, they hate me. I know why they hate me. And I'm not going to fight fire with fire. <laughs> this is sometimes you just have to live your life. Don't even answer them. Don't even, just leave them. Look to somebody and say, just leave them, leave them. Don't, don't, don't even waste your breath on them. Just, just leave. Life is too short to look for a fight that's not yours. The cloak or the coat was given to his father and while he was wearing it, he had favor. Look at this, look at this, look at this. He's busy having the favor of his father in doing menial tasks like taking food. He, 
he, he, the coat that's on him has got so much favor. The, the Bible says that they, the, he went to go look for where his brothers were working in the field. If it's raining, they're in the field. He's lekker snoesig. He goes as a boss and not a servant. But he's the youngest. Taking food and then distributing it. That's why sometimes when God calls you into, I say, because, because this is your training. Can, can, I want, I want, I'm going to put my favor on you. I'm going to put my blessing on you. But can you be a boss but work as a servant? Oh, you, 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 you. Can you, can you. Can you have all the money in the world and, and still show parking? Can you, can you for a moment forget about your troubles because you understand the position of coat wearing? Brings you in a place where you have authority over circumstances. Oh my word. I've got five minutes. We're still busy with the first coat. So it was given to his by his father while we, wearing it. He, he had, he had uh, uh, not just favor, um, but he had preferential treatment. Preferential treatment. Prefer, prefer, I prefer you. Yes. I prefer you, yes. Shelly. Yes. So in other words, I do something for you that others cannot have. So, so, so what God is saying right now, because of the preferential, because of what you are carrying, having on, God says you will receive preferential treatment even when people lose their job. And, and then I ask, but why aren't we walking in it? Because it's not the logos that will make you manifest it. It is a rim. It is what you say every morning when you wake up. I was, I was, I'm busy with a study concerning murmuring. What does God say about murmuring? Murmuring. Somebody that murmurs all the time. That complains all the time. God calls it wickedness. What, what, what is if you murmur? Murmuring will kill your destiny. If you know that you have preferential treatment, it is not the logos that brings you into that place. It is the revelation. How do you know you've got revelation when you speak the same thing in the midst of darkness? Yeah. You know it. Yeah. When, there's, when there's nothing, because you said, no, God will, God will, not because you are perfect. He has clothed you with preferential treatment locked in the coat. That's why the enemy wants you to take off your coat. Without the coat, your preferential treatment is locked up in your coat. And now you speak not of a place of what you wear, 
but out of a place of who you are before you came to Christ. Trying to function in a position that you are not clothed for. <laughs> so God says, God says, when I give you the coat, in that coat, it's locked up preferential treatment. So the moment you do it without him, you move back into the old. Trying to function in the new. That's why God says, I cannot throw new wine in old wineskins. Because it will break. Okay. Is this good or what? Are you catching this? Some of us. He's, number two, Joseph's second coat was the coat of a servant. The first one was the coat of a son. Sonship. It's a place, a position of authority, not gender-based. Whether you're male or female, it's a position in God. So when he clothes you, you become son. You have authority to walk into things you couldn't, not because of you, but because of who clothed you. <laughs> wow! Can somebody shout, what a shock. It's shocking, really, when you think about it. That God would clothe me and put things in the cloak and the coat that I never deserved. And, and some people think we deserve it. Still, we don't deserve anything. Still, now, we don't. We don't. That's why mercy also always function. Mercy always function. Mercy rewrote my name. Mercy. 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 But the cloak protects me. The cloak as a son. As a son. As a son. As a son. As a daughter.
So the first coat is a coat of a son. The second one is a coat of a servant. A son knows how to serve. A son never plays demands. Never. A son never asks, what can you do for me? That's why Jesus came to do the will of the Father. It's not what the Father could do for him. The Bible says that Jesus was clothed with glory. He was clothed with glory, which means he took off glory. It's not, it's not what, it's, 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 it, it is my, it, as a son, it is my responsibility to take stuff off for a season. Because after that in Philippians, God comes in and says, once again you were clothed with what you previously had. Sometimes for a season we have to put some stuff off. Can I go deeper? And so, and so, when Joseph gets a coat in, in Genesis chapter 39, 5 to 6, and you can go read verse 11 to 18, um, it, it, is a, it is a coat that Potiphar gave him. And while he, he had the coat on, um, his master experienced prosperity. While he was walking in that grace and the coat of being a servant in the house, his master. If we can just get a revelation of that. While you're in this house, this house prospers. And guess what? If the house prospers, Joseph prospered. I, 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 he was busy in his mind. The best thing that you can do if you're out of a job, and this is not for everyone because this is so far-fetched. If you don't have a job, come work at the house of God. I've seen it many times how people forget about not having a job. You're not unemployed. You come look for something to do in God. When you look after a son and a daughter, come look. And it doesn't make sense. I know, I know some of you are fighting it on the inside of you. But I've got enough chores to do at home. I've got enough to do at home. I've got enough work to do at home. I've got. But look at it. You're still at the same place. Maybe worse off than what you were last year. You come work. You come to work. You get up early. Some people that's out of a job stand up 10 o'clock. The young men stand up, they sleep. Sometimes I phone, ah, you can hear this. They must get up, they come. That's enough grass that we can eat. Young ladies, young girls, you, you, you sit at home. The eyes like not net to say, like it for your ma. Then they've got a thing, but I'm also studying, I'm working, I'm studying. You're supposed to. I'm still helping you to make something of your life. You don't even pay for it.
can I teach you? Can I teach you? He demonstrated consecration. I consecrate my life. I give my life over to God. My life is not mine. And, and uh, do you know how, how weak the flesh is? <laughs> I don't have to tell you. The flesh is doomed. I was reading something about when you, when you speak about um, homosexuality, lesbianism, um, 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 transgender, thievery, stealing, gossiping, sleeping around, whatever. Do you know, do you know that one thing or another is always pulling you? And it's not maybe the same thing for everyone. But as long as you're on this earth, there are things. That's the, that's the cause and effect, the strength of the curse that it still has on men. Some people say, I was born almost sexual. Yes, you were. Yes, you were, son. You, you were born with, with that sin. I was born in iniquity. So your father and your mother, what is iniquity is when you know what is the wrong thing and you still do it. So it moves over from on purpose doing thing even though you know it's wrong. Now the sins of the parents will visit the children until the seventh generation. You wondering Every time these pictures come into my mind so strong, I want to be pulled in a certain, and for everybody it's not the same thing. It, it, one of the things may be a spirit of rejection. If somebody just, just, they don't answer the phone, you go into depression for three weeks. But it's a spirit that, that years before, And, and the people don't preach this in church because it's too deep. Now, 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 in our generation, the shepherd's generation, there was both my grandparents got divorced. As I grew up, I couldn't understand. I've got four grandparents. When I was small, I, I, I thought it was normal. You have four. As I got older, I saw the others only had two. One side and others, but I have across, across South Africa. And I thought to myself, later on, when I got older, I asked my mom and my dad, no, how does this thing work? Why do I have two, four from both sides? It doesn't make sense. And then my father said, ask your mother. I asked my mother, my mother said, ask your father. And then we left it for a year, a couple of years, then I got older. And then they finally, they answered me and gave me, because I could understand it better that time. What am I saying? We were born into iniquity. Then Christ came, but your soul is not born. He's not saved. So God deals with the sin nature part of you, the sin nature part of you. 
and he comes and he makes a new species. Can I teach this? And then he puts a coat on you of sonship. But then why do we, why does sin so easily beset us? It's because our, our soul is man. Is not clothed. Oh, that's another teaching for another day. What's my time? I can't see. Am I done? Okay, four minutes. Is this good or what? Are you getting something out of this today? And so you, you go through some stuff, Brody, as a young man, and you're wondering why am I fighting things that I didn't ask for? And, 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 and now, and, and, and this is what I want to say. When, when from my mother's side, that thing wanted to come on Shemaine and I, strongly, strongly, was all net divorce. I can divorce, my friend will every day divorce. Every day, every day. Every day. I, I remember the first, I think the first seven years was very tough in our marriage. So they will loop us. As I can say, I can't do this anymore. I divorce you. I divorce you. I'm done with you. I'm finished. We finished. We clap. I say, you want to divorce me because I didn't do the dishes? Yes, because clap. Then it goes well. I don't get dishes. Then we're okay. Then one day I just say something. Then it's clap. It's clap. And one day I ask her, and I'm saying this with permission of her. We, 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 I, I said to her, I said to her, why is it so easy for you to speak about divorce? I couldn't get that out of my mouth. Up till today, I can't get divorce is not part because I've never seen it in my house. My mother and father speak about divorce, but I had to go to a place to understand my wife and where she comes from. Sometimes we have to try to understand one another. When you start to speak to one another, instead of judging, you 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 go to a place where where you can where you okay. Now I understand in this person's life the harm of being exposed to certain things for so long has affected not just the spirit, but her soul or his soul. So, so instead of, of judging, I have to equip and understand where they come from so that I can lovingly serve them. Oh, can I teach this? And so after, after a couple of years, I see my wife, she doesn't speak about, she doesn't speak about divorce anymore. She, she doesn't. She doesn't take the knife out anymore. <laughs> Only if she makes food. Yes. She takes out the knife and says, I will, I will finish you off, boy. I will cut you to size. I will cut where it hurts. I said, where, where, where does it hurt the most? Yeah, she finish you off. But thank God, thank God. Thank God. Mercy. Read of my name. Yeah. 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 Stop being so quick to judge, man. You've got a cult of righteousness. Understand. And so, and so your children might be fighting an evil that your parents' parents opened the door to. I'm not saying that we should embrace what they are doing wrong. Yes. We should challenge it. Yes. Yes. 
But at the same time, we should not reject them. Yo, that's, that, that's tricky if you don't have the love of God and the understanding of wisdom. Okay. That was the second clip. Yes. Hey. The third one is a coat of sacrifice. The fourth one is the coat of sacrifice. The sixth one is the coat of sacrifice. The seventh one is the coat of sacrifice. Coat of sacrifice. The coat of what? Sacrifice. Can I give you the next, the, the three and the, 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 well, sacrifice, and then the next one I'll give it next week. Is that okay? Give it to you. But let's concentrate on the two coats first. The one of sonship and the one of servanthood. I pray in this place that you will understand that you've been bought with the blood of Jesus. I pray in this place that you understand that you are the righteousness of God. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, He made you, He gave you a coat. It doesn't make you perfect, but it does make you righteous. It means that, that you know, I'll, I'll get to another teaching when it comes to how does the soul get saved. I pray it comes quick. Who would like to hear that message, how your soul gets saved? And so, and so I want to encourage you, it doesn't matter where you are in your walk with Christ. Know this one thing for this week, that I've been clothed. I've got a coat of sonship. Those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, say, it's a cover, man. It's a cover. Look to someone and say, you covered. You covered. Now, if you are not covered, I invite you that you can be clothed and covered today by the blood of Jesus. What do you need to do? You, you just need to ask him to come into your heart and say, Lord, clothe me with your righteousness. Thank you, thank you. I confess today that you are Lord, and I believe uh, that what you've done on the cross was real, and it was for me. And I believe that you rose on the third day, and I believe it, I speak it. And I'm your child today.